welcome back to the Day of Pastor podcast. My name is Sydney. Thank you for joining me. Today we are in April. We are in April 2022. And I just want to welcome you back. I want to thank you for those who have been listening to the podcast in my break away from recording. Um, the numbers are amazing. I want to thank you for supporting this podcast and I hope that you are well. Um, pastor, I hope that you are well. So many things are happening in the earth. So many things are happening in the world. So many things are happening in the supernatural realm. (laughs) And... At the heart of everything, I really, I can't help but want to give you all due respect for how the role of a pastor is so now, it's so, so multifaceted because we are now coming to the the head of the church to ask so many questions and the, the, I, 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 I don't know how you do what you do, but I thank you for doing what you do. Um, I could never, I couldn't even tell you that I could imagine it because I can't. Um, we have seen how re- wars and rumors of wars, that's where we are now, as well as pestilence and famine and so many other things going on. Um, and at the heart of it, for you to show up every single weekend and even midweek for your phone to be on constantly to to speak about the hope in Yeshua Hamashiach Jesus Christ I cannot imagine what that feels like I can't I cannot I can't imagine what it feels like one day of a week to have my phone on to be to have the element or to, to that, that that level of grace for that role. I couldn't imagine it one day a week, Father Smart every day. So I hope that in everything that you're doing, particularly this year, that self-care is prioritized. Um, and I know that so, the, the term self-care, it has it has its own connotations. But I just want to remind you that even even Yeshua, on his time on earth, he removed himself. He found time to remove himself um, when he felt that he needed it to pray, to rest. He also did that. Um, So I hope that you, I really, when I say I hope that you are well, I hope that your mind is well. Um, I, in my own personal life, have decreed and declared that this year is a Romans 12 year for me last year was rather brutal um rather brutal to the point where I traveled I I left my home at very short notice and I traveled for three months uh to the Caribbean and have only just returned to make sure that my mind is healthy and it is right and sometimes those are decisions very valid decisions that you have to make so that you can stay so there's longevity in what you do um warfare is real sin is real temptation is real uh stress is real and even though we don't welcome these things in our lives fighting for them 
is always going to be our own responsibility. Fighting for your peace is always going to be our responsibility. So I hope that you are being encouraged and supported in doing what you need to do to make sure that you and yours are well. Um, Today I want to talk about two things. Open doors and harvest. And maybe even an open door to your harvest. Um... I've spoken about this across several episodes. I am someone who likes to plant my own food. Um, I have moved away from doing it on a larger scale, which I was doing last year. And I'm doing it on a smaller scale now so that myself and my family could eat. Um, With everything that's going on, I want to know how you as a pastor are shepherding you're and encouraging your church to prepare for food shortage is it a conversation that you guys have had already and if so what has that looked like um, and beyond conversations within your fellowship are you putting uh, coming together with ideas as a collective to buy an allotment or to um, get some seeds together like what are you creating a plan or even like a challenge within your church are you challenging each other to make sure that you put down your five pounds or ten dollars every week towards seeds so that you can buy your seeds in this season are you challenging each other to keep instead of throwing the ends of your food away to create a, a, a compost which you could do in bins or bags or there's so many ways that you could build a beautiful organic matter which your your seeds will then grow in beautifully and that gives you food for the next six months what does it look like um i could only imagine how being a pastor has changed with everything going on vaccinations war um loss of jobs people dying so many things have come in a really short space of time but i'm wondering what what food sustainability And having that independent element where you could just go outside in the garden with several members of your family. Let's just say in your church, hypothetically speaking, are there any people in your church who have land or who have larger than normal gardens who are willing to uh, grow food and then share or sell at a reduced cost for the church? what does it look like um i this is the season the reason why we're having this conversation is because this is the season where across i know for sure my brothers and sisters in the u.s but majorly my brothers and sisters in the uk april we even even february march april we because of our climate and our different seasons our temperatures going up and down and all the rest of it we we have in specific windows is when we put our seeds in for particular vegetables um so it's it's a very timely conversation and because i know for me for my house that's exactly what i'm doing i don't necessarily want to 
exclude that kind of conversation from this platform. Why? Because no matter what, how long you've been pastoring, you have to eat. And no matter whether you have a church under a rock, I'm sure you would have heard, everyone has heard about the price of food going up, but also the scarcity of it. Particularly my brothers and sisters in the US, um, I've seen just a lack of things being on shelves now. And us as, as the church, having these kind of conversations, I think, would be bringing it within the forum of the church I think if if it isn't already in your church I think it's timely um and that Joseph anointing I think there's a double portion for of of that right now in this season so I really want to encourage you if you're not having these conversations to look at how you can bring it in the church so that if I'm so that there is an availability of food the seeds right now also are becoming they're harder to get there's several different types of seeds you've got hybrid you've got gmo which i try to stay away from heirloom organic um you have open pollinated there's so many different types of seeds right now for your food um and if there was ever a time to be educated on these things it would be now so as a human to human I really really want to encourage you um, to pray and ask God for the quickest way in which we can practically support our communities Um, I also want to share um, I want to share a really strange encounter that I had while I was traveling I was in Barbados staying in St John at a beautiful uh, remote location and I found that one of the all of the doors had multiple locks on them. Um, and when I say it was remote, it was so remote they had an outdoor shower, a jacuzzi, an outdoor pool type thing, and you could openly relax yourself, enjoy these things, and nobody would see you. That's how remote it was. Um, so when you think about Barbados, you think hotels, touristy, sand, beach, sunsets, all the rest of that. Yes, we're in the same island, but it's on the complete opposite end of the scale. Beautiful, serene, um, but very, very private. And the door, even though I've locked, I've, I've turned all of these locks, it wouldn't lock. Now, when you're out in the country just because it's a, it's quiet it doesn't mean that it's necessarily safe so you kind of want those doors to be locked well you do um you you kind of really do i did because i was by myself also but these doors this one door wouldn't lock and this door was closer to my bed now i went to st john to pray i wanted to hear god's voice concerning some things and i also wanted to read st john the book um, I wanted to try and reconnect with God in a way that I hadn't, that I felt like I hadn't in 2021. And what better way to do it by reading the book that I felt brought me into such a, a deep love for him in St. John. What a better way 
so I'm praying for doors to be open I'm praying and praying and praying and this is also the, the time around the time where Russia invades um, Ukraine so my prayers had changed they'd really 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 changed and it was about open doors for those who were in Ukraine um, and for, just for several cases several situations across nations but for doors to be opened I stayed in St. John for about two and a half weeks and day by day this door, I'm locking this door, but it won't lock, it won't lock, it won't lock. On the last day that I stayed there, I woke up and I had to leave by about 11. So between 8 and 11, this door is opening several times. I'm locking it, it's open. I'm locking, literally every half an hour this door's open, if you can imagine it. And it took me closing the door about three or four times to say to God, if you are trying to give me a sign that this is actually a season of open doors, maybe even those doors that I tried to lock. If you are telling me that the doors that humans, that man may have tried to stop me from walking through, that man may have tried to lock. If you are telling me that these are the, this is the season for you to open up every single door, I receive it. If you are telling me that you are meeting me at my, in my time of prayer, where I am praying for open doors, if you are confirming that by this wonder, then I receive it. And I also want to ask you, what kind of door do you need to be opened in this season? And it could be something as simple as open a door so that my church and my community and my home, my family, so that we have room to grow our food. It could be as simple as that. What kind is a door for healing, a door for restoration? Um, what kind of door do you need to be opened? I don't want to receive that for myself and not share that on this platform because we're, we're things are not perfect in my life at all and I don't want to pretend or even assume that I'm the only one that has an imperfect life you are the only one that will know the answer to what kind of doors that you want what, what kind of doors you need to be opened however I want to challenge you I genuinely want to challenge you in this season to have massive prayers. Prayers that are audacious. Whatever door you think you need open, triple it. Triple the door. Go beyond the desire of your heart just a bit more and triple that door. I believe that we are going into a season where there isn't just going to be a harvest but we are going to walk through God-sized doors and I want to wish you well and encourage you with that I really do I really 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 do I'm hoping that this season allows for seeds to grow new seeds to grow but I'm also hoping that our soil is in the right condition so that the seeds of heaven can grow in our life and so that we can reap a harvest worthy of testifying like I'm hoping that in the natural realm you and your church are able to reap a harvest of tomatoes 
carrots, pumpkin, greens, whatever it is that you guys like to eat. But in the supernatural realm, I also hope that there is a harvest for you. In the natural realm, I'm hoping that you were able to walk through doors that may have been locked for you and your church, you and your family, you and your marriage, you and your finances. But in the supernatural realm, I'm hoping that there are doors that are being opened that takes you straight into heaven, straight into the fullness of it, the completeness of it, the abundance of it. Um, I hope that 2022 is the best year of your life this far. But I hope that April is the most supernatural year or month, sorry, that I hope that April is the most supernatural month you have had in your life thus far. And may the rest of this year continue with that. Passover is coming. Um, and I, I definitely will be spending some time in the book of Exodus, as I'm sure many of you may. But if you haven't considered reading that book this month and reconsecrating what it means for God to take us through some things and for for the plan of the enemy to have to pass over then I pray that you feel led and encouraged to open your word and really go precept upon precept study to show yourself approved in this season the book of exodus and may God awaken things in you and give you divine strategy for harvest, for that seed, that good seed that will feed you and others and for that soil, the condition of the soil. What does the condition of the soil look like in your church? What does it look like? In this season, I pray these are questions that you feel encouraged to ask yourself and also to ask your church with all transparency. I'm going to pray to close and I hope, I really hope that this this episode, more than any other, that it, it encourages us to put practical things in place and to have those kind of conversations with our brothers and sisters because... Not only has the word said it, but the world is now confirming it. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your grace. The grace that allows us to even have breath in our bodies right now. Father, I thank you for how you are speaking, how you have spoken, how we are now seeing things come to pass that you have pre-warned us, that you have foretold us about, that you have given us the gumption and the unction to prepare for. Father, I thank you for being so huge. Thank you for having that unsearchable wisdom. Thank you for being holy, holy, holy. Thank you for being compassionate enough to want us to be prepared. Lord, I pray that our sins, every kind of sin, amongst us, within us, around us, may it be forgiven, Lord. I pray that every single principality that may wish for us to avoid these conversations on a mainstream platform, whether it be our churches, whether it be within our family gatherings, I pray, Lord, that you give us the courage and the boldness to put practical steps in place. I pray that you give us divine 
encounters and strategy concerning preparing for our future. And I thank you for opening every single door. In this season, even doors that we did not know we needed to walk through. May you grace us, may you bless us with God-like doors and opportunities, kingdom helpers and builders. Lord, I'm asking that the names of the pastors who are listening to this, may they be buried in the hearts of intercessors to pray for them day and night. Lord, we come against that spirit that may encourage us to live against your rest and live constantly doing, doing, doing. Lord, I ask that you open doors for our pastors to rest and find retreat guilt-free retreat. May they be supported in taking care of themselves as they take care of us or just as good as they take care of us. Moved by your spirit, Lord, I thank you for every single person listening to this podcast, who may listen to this episode, who has listened to this episode, these, these episodes. May you bless them. May this be good food to their soul. In the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ, I thank you for everything you're doing, everything you've done, and everything that you are yet to do for us, Lord. We thank you. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me today. I've been Sid. You've been my dear pastor. God bless you.